episode I want to talk about the father wound um, but I want to talk about it from the male perspective and then I am going to like segue into how this kind of like breeds into toxic masculinity and how we can um, create a safe space for men to heal from this um, in my uh, dysfunctional family series I have already talked about healing the father wound but that was mostly from a feminine perspective like my actual experience that I've had healing it so if you are listening and you want to hear from like a feminine perspective how it has manifested in my life and how I've healed or well still healing from that then you can go listen to that episode but this one I really want to zoom in on how it really affects men so let's get right into it so um what is the father wound so if you didn't listen to the the last episode i'll just um explain briefly that this concept of the father wound especially like from a collective point of view is not just limited to like personal experiences of individuals with their fathers but it really like expands to like historical and systemic patterns that have you know created these cycles that perpetuate like father absence or fatherlessness or maybe like just negative father figures across generations you know from my understanding the father wound is really just like someone has their father that is not physically physically present like they weren't either physically present or they were physically present but they were like emotionally unavailable or they were emotionally absent or emotionally neglectful they could also have been maybe like physically um abusive as well and so all of this kind of just really goes on to explain at the core what the father wound is And so to understand why it's so important, we must also explore, you know, like what does a father's love represent? Like, especially for men. Um, And a father's love really represents safety, stability, um, protection and direction. So if any of these needs are sacrificed, then more than likely you would have developed a father wound. However, as 
you know, young boys grow up and they become a man. Um, this masculinity program becomes more apparent the older they get. And it's not a model that will allow men to be able to express like all different sides of themselves, like all different layers that men have. They're kind of like put in this box where they're stuck in this kind of like one dimensional um, model that they have to behave like. And so for men, you know, this father won't kind of manifest as just, you know, no guidance, no direction on like what is your purpose. It can also manifest as like the guy not really having the best boundaries, um, a lack of self-love. Um, it can also manifest as like low self-esteem, low confidence inability to kind of like go after the things that you desire and dream of especially due to like fear of rejection it can also develop as like having a, a over inflated ego as well which usually deep down is because the guy is the guy is quite insecure or has a very insecure attachment style you know like anxious avoidant or like fearful disorganized um, it can also manifest in, you know, being shamed for being in touch with your emotions. And um, this usually leads to the guy becoming like really emotionally numb. It can lead to being alienated for like having sensitivity or like just fear of intimacy. It can manifest in all of these different ways. And so, you know... It can also play out in if you had a father, like say for the guy, the father was like physically present in his life, but was like emotionally absent or was not able to give him emotionally support, emotional support the older he got, right? It can also develop into this kind of like very subtle form of rejection because, so you know, when the, when the man was a young boy, right he was able to receive a lot of love and affection from his dad when he was young he was able to get all of his emotional needs met but as he gets older you know as he starts to develop these relationships with other women and form relationships with his peers becomes more involved in like all of these social activities that relationship can go on to becoming quite strained you know because he's entering this era of of manhood he's creating his own identity that you know might not necessarily be in line with what his father had for him and so if he takes on this new identity or let's say he doesn't follow the crowd he follows his inner compass's intuition what feels right for him this can sometimes go on to create a strain in the relationship because he would have shined a light on a side of his dad's masculine that is not um fully healthy the masculine energy within his father is a wounded masculine energy it's not a healthy masculine energy and so this can basically cause a strain in that relationship um and also another way that this can really play out is that 
if the father does not have a healthy masculine energy within him, he would con he would subconsciously go on to pass down these habits to the son that would lead into developing this toxic masculinity. And so it goes really hand in hand, the father wound um, breeding into the toxic masculinity because the toxic masculinity is, is just the misogyny, the internalized rage, the patriarchal conditioning, um, which has not been unlearned. And so the way that these can play out is the toxic masculinity can play out in these ways of, you know, objectifying women. So like traditional notions of masculinity really view women as like possessions or objects rather than like equals. In some cases, um, the man could maybe go on to becoming like a womanizer because he uses the men who are around him um, as men who he wants to gain, he wants to earn and gain respect from. And so if he's not surrounded by healthy men, he can go on to, you know, adopting these mentalities where he lies, he cheats in relationships, he's scheming, he's manipulating, he's not really like committing to one woman, you know, because he thinks like he's internalized that that is cool. And, you know, that could not be further from the truth. But if you surround yourself with people that have that kind of mindset and those beliefs, then it can you can easily morph yourself into one of those persons. I think also another way that that misogyny can show up is like how men relate to women in relationships. So, you know, if you are like the dedicated, loyal, devoted, like lover boy, sometimes that can be seen as not cool that can also be shamed you know if a guy is saying oh my god i'm so in love with my partner or even believing that you know this woman is like his one true love that like cult of toxic masculinity will shame those men if you do not have the inner courage and strength to regulate those emotions of disappointment you end up having this like inner battle. The guy has this inner battle within himself that he knows he loves her, um, but he's also not in touch with his intuition. So he is kind of led by the pack of men where he's struggling to express himself because he's seeking this like external validation that he's attached to. And he just ends up masking and hiding his feelings, maybe even hurting women because you know the people around him just they don't approve of this and it's not seen as cool so that's like one way that the the misogyny from toxic masculinity can develop another way is through like homophobia um because the toxic masculinity really reinforces these strict heteronormative ideas that can lead to like discrimination and prejudice against people who might not necessarily conform to you know, traditional gender roles. It can also lead to like the aggression and violence, you know, because those men are seen to be like more physically dominant and, you know, often cause harm in like perpetuating a cycle of 
violence. It can manifest into like hyper competitiveness because that toxic masculinity culture already fosters like extreme extreme competition with your peers you know like there's just this like need to prove yourself at the expense of others or at the expense of other people's well-being and so that is just not very healthy it can manifest also as like maybe the the pressure to conform um men may feel pressure to adhere to you know societal expectations of like what's considered a real man you know even if that goes against his like true identity or what he like genuinely believes and desires and also it can manifest into like suppression of emotions because men are so often discouraged with this toxic masculinity to not express themselves they don't have a good relationship with vulnerability or they fear it because they perceive it as like a sign of weakness or like a lack of manliness and like this struggle of vulnerability really just stems in like the the primary root of of just society expectations or it's just because of how they've been how they've been socialized um to perceive that you know expressing your emotions could maybe be seen as like a very feminine thing you know crying could be like a very feminine thing being able to express sadness or emotional support is usually sometimes discouraged or it's met with like very negative reactions and so for men they just adopt that vulnerability is just a very undesirable trait to have and so they lean more on you know emotional stoicism and you know self-reliance on themselves and so it can it can manifest in that way um i think it can also manifest in a way where you know men will choose to conform to the status quo over honoring their vulnerability because they will also realize that you know if they're vulnerable or they're like maybe the only person within their group of friends who wants to be vulnerable who wants to be different they can sometimes be looked on as like a misfit or like an outcast because when you're operating in this kind of like 3d (laughs) 3d matrix you're so blinded by what is actually the truth until you actually heal your wounds and integrate your shadow aspects the reward the reward is having integrity and honoring yourself when you step into who you are and you authentically honor yourself but if you can't see that because you haven't integrated your wounds it will become more difficult for you and so it's really important to learn courage and braveness to stick to what is true for you and not what society is telling you um so another way this can manifest is cultural norms and media that will constantly reinforce these toxic habits so it's really important and cognizant to know what you are consuming fear of judgment and emotional conditioning by you know maybe family members or close friends also prevent men from you know feeling safe to really like express their true self 
and so they will with, withdraw from vulnerability and you know use their ego to protect themselves from just feeling emotional pain it's like a way that they use to like you know preserve themselves it's like self preservation and so it's really important to know that when you integrate and heal those parts of yourself you will develop that emotional maturity and that emotional intelligence that you know i think a lot of women are really looking for i think fear of rejection as well is another way that it really really affects men in being vulnerable and expressing themselves in intimate relationships um and as i said the root cause of this is really just going back to that father wound that has really created you know low self esteem low confidence not really understanding that your worth and the things that you desire and the things that you dream of you can really achieve them and so that's why it's really important to tap into your um inner child and really develop a healthy relationship with that. I think it's really essential to recognize that you know, the toxic masculinity does not mean that masculinity in itself is toxic, but more just highlighting the different ways that it manifests um specific cultural norms and expectations that are really harmful to individuals and society. And so I think if we can promote like healthier expressions of masculinity and challenge this, then we'll it will lead to more positive outcomes for everyone. Um another thing that I've noticed is that the lack of or let's say another thing that i've noticed is that the father wound can cause women to be the ones that push men into manhood because of the absence of positive male role models at the end of the day it really comes down to this because you can still have an active father in your life but he's perpetuating these negative habits and so or you cannot have him in your life and then still lack that support either way it still goes down to having a father wound in some way shape or form and so it really is truly the father's role to initiate their sons into manhood but into healthy manhood and so you know if it's not them then it could also be like a supportive community or someone who is playing that father figure role in your life and so i noticed that what happens when men aren't in- initiated into manhood is that that role falls on the woman especially if the woman is a more awakened woman who has really like integrated her shadows if she's with a man who hasn't done that what happens is that she ends up shining um a light on all of these unintegrated aspects of the man that hasn't done any kind of healing work and she kind of ends up being the one that is really like pushing him to heal and grow and develop these more kind of like healthier mechanisms so that he can really live out 
the live out his higher potential of the person of the man that he can be and so you know this can be the case for a lot of women who are maybe more spiritually and emotionally mature and so it can manifest in that way but how can men heal from this and how can women continue to like be a safe space and create a safe space for men i also want to mention that you know energy is so fundamental to healing because the overall goal is really to be able to balance both masculine and feminine feminine energies within you to create that kind of like healthy stability because if the man is too much in his feminine energy then he can come across as not being able to take action not not leading you know not being very assertive very much waiting because he's in his feminine energy he's in the energy of receiving rather than the energy of giving um and then if the man is too much in his masculine hasn't gone in touch with his feminine or has like a wounded feminine aspect then he becomes too rigid too cold not that very expressive which which is what happens within that whole toxic masculinity complex and so this can this can manifest in in relationships where we kind of see this dynamic where the woman is more in her masculine energy because the man is in his feminine energy and the way energies work is that they just balance out each other um very effortlessly sometimes people don't even realize this or pay pay attention to this when the man is more in his feminine energy it naturally is making the woman be more in her masculine energy and vice versa and so what happens is say for example the guy is more in his feminine energy the woman is more in his in her masculine energy the woman will end up being the one that's chasing the guy <laughs> so which is not really how it should be it should be the opposite way around like the woman the man should be leading and pursuing the woman and so if we don't have a health healthy balance of these energies that is a way that it can manifest um and so the actual actionable steps that can be taken is really just like creating a safe space for men to be more vulnerable um encouraging you know open and non-judgmental communication where it's a safe space for men to like share their struggles and express their emotions i think also being able to challenge stereotypes so educating people on the harmful effects of toxic masculinity and traditional gender norms that discourage vulnerability and encouraging conversations that challenge stereotypes and promote healthier expressions of masculinity um leading by example you know promoting vulnerability and emotional openness is something that men can lean more to doing and women can lean more to encouraging this um being able to openly share your feelings and and experiences is super important i think active listening is also really important because you can create an atmosphere where people can feel heard understood supported um respecting boundaries and confidentiality is also important because it helps to also foster that safe space of you know some people might feel hesitant and for at first because when they did try to express themselves they were shut down <laughs> um they were ridiculed and so 
they feel like, okay, yeah, I'm never going to do that again. So it's, it's important to really assure men that, you know, whatever they share her is confidential and help to build back up that trust that really allows them to share more freely. Normalizing vulnerability, I really couldn't say this anymore. Um, normalize the idea that everyone encourages, everyone experiences emotions and that being vulnerable is just like a natural part of being human. You know, encouraging discussions around mental health and emotional well-being. And I think also language is important too, like being being able to avoid any kind of language that, you know, belittles or reinforces stereotypes or um, suppressing emotional expression in men and learning how to encourage like self-compassion and the importance of how it is to be kind to yourself and understanding the language that you speak to yourself because the way that you speak to yourself is really the way that you speak to others um so that's really really important and then i think lastly just like being able to foster a, a sense of community so creating opportunities for men to really connect and bond and find other people who are really promoting this and who are showing and paving the way for healthy masculinity um that can be done like maybe finding workshops finding some kind of like group activities or social events that are very focused on emotional well-being um finding conscious role models maybe like on social media um that help to really like reprogram your subconsciousness that has been conditioned from all of these um all of these communities that we have around us could be friends could be from family could be from media could be from society in general and you know just start on learning all of these toxic thoughts that have really been conditioned onto you i think it's everyone's responsibility to become aware of it and to do the work to kind of unlearn it and heal that 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 um masculine energy within them so understanding the content that you consume is really really important so that could like be like retraining your social media algorithm maybe not interacting with content that is not healthy and start to en engage and interact with content that really does add to your emotional well-being and just advancement, overall advancement. And so I do hope that these are some ways that can help to create a much safer space to really encourage and normalize healing for for men um to release this kind of toxic masculinity and learn how to just adopt like healthier ways to cope and interact with themselves and interact with others so thank you guys so much for listening and if you deeply resonate with this or like have other thoughts that you want to add to this then please don't hesitate to just drop a comment or a review. 
I'm sending you love and light wherever you are in the world, wherever you're listening from, and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.